Hi, here's our January 12, 2021 edition of Spy Movie News with Mission Impossible 7, The 355, lots of James Bond and 007 news, AMC movie theaters, and more. So let's go. Hi, this is Dan Silvestri of SpyMovieNavigator.com with another very special edition of Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Remember, all the links to the articles that will be mentioned here are on our website under Keep Current Articles. Let's get to it. Mission Impossible 7, filming again. After the holiday break and post-rant by Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible 7 returns to the UK for filming according to ScreenRant.com. Production is moving to Long Cross Film Studios in Surrey in Southeast England, and it is expected that principal photography will be wrapped up there. But England is on COVID lockdown again. Literally, as we are writing this, Boris Johnson declared a Tier 5 lockdown for England. Film productions are expected to be able to continue as long as they stay within bubbles and adhere to the COVID-safe regulations. We wish them the best and that they can get this principal photography wrapped up safely. Again, principal photography, we remember, is the phase of film production in which the bulk of the movie is filmed, with actors on set and cameras rolling, as distinct from pre-production and post-production work. See ScreenRant.com for the whole story. James Bond and other 007 news. First, let's start with a No Time to Die delay rumor. The Playlist.net on January 11, 2021 says a Dutch cinema owner claims they have inside knowledge about it being delayed until November 2021. No word from MGM or Ian on this, so who knows? If so, CinemaBlend.com in a January 8th article says, if another delay, at least put out a new trailer for the world to see. Let's buckle up and see what happens. Rami Malek shot a movie, The Little Things, around the time filming on No Time to Die was wrapping up. The Little Things stars three Oscar winners, Malek, Denzel Washington, and Jared Leto. In the article about The Little Things on DigitalSpy.com, they add this nugget about Malek's character, Safin. In No Time to Die. No Time to Die director Kerry Fukunaga recently teased that Malik's villain Safin is set to be even bigger than Blofeld. Quote, Rami belongs in that company and in the same breath as any of the truly great actors, Fukunaga said. The awards tell you that, but so does his work. And he said, once we got into Christoph Waltz Blofeld territory, you can't go small again. We had to think bigger. Check out digitalspy.com. Is this star from Bridgerton, the next 007? An article on CinemaBlend.com asks, could a Bridgerton star take over as 007? It points out a tweet by Reggae Jean Page, which says Regency, royalty, shaken and stirred, and discusses the possibility of him taking the Bond mantle. He was born in Zimbabwe and schooled in the UK and is only 31 years old. This means he could hold the role for many Bond movies. That's 10 years younger than many of the names talked about for taking over the Bond mantle. Given the latency in production schedules and releases, hey, that means maybe Reggae Jean could play Bond for six or seven movies that they release over the next who knows how many years. Our opinion, hey, the speculation around who will be the next Bond is fun harmless and, and we won't know for sure until EM production tells us likely after the release of no time to die tom the co-host of our show his wife said to him when she first watched bridgerton he should be the next james bond <laughs> okay there you go actually he might be a good choice he has the look you can read the article at cinemablend.com oh billy 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 19 year old billy eilish has some interesting publicity 
This is probably not what Ian Productions wants in the ramp-up time to the release of No Time to Die. But according to CinemaBlend.com, Billy lost thousands of followers on Instagram after posting some new drawings. Her count is back up, though, but it shows how important image is in today's world. You can read this article on CinemaBlend.com. Our opinion, yeah. If you don't like what she's doing on Instagram, eh, you could choose not to follow her. Of her 73 million followers, she lost about 100,000 with this incident. But as of this recording, she has 73,500,000 followers. Social media, huh? Did we almost get a Steven Soderbergh-directed James Bond movie? Adrian Patterson reports in a CinemaBlend.com article about how Steven Soderbergh and Ian Productions tried to come to an agreement on him directing a Bond movie. He's directed movies like Ocean's 11, 12, and 13, Contagion, and lots more. He's directed 28 feature films and eight television programs. While there were some great conversations, they just couldn't figure it out. It would have been interesting to see what Soderbergh and EM Productions would have produced. You can read the article on CinemaBlend.com. Gemma Arterton. Gemma Arterton said that Strawberry Fields should have just said no. Mike Reyes has an article where Gemma Arterton discusses her role as Strawberry Fields in Quantum of Solace. She says, quote, As I got older, I realized there was so much wrong with Bond women, unquote. Well, changing roles for women does appear to be the direction Ian Productions is headed, so maybe Arterton isn't alone in her thinking. Her comments made us wonder what she'd say now about the movie she did after Quantum, The Disappearance of Alice Creed. Again, read the article at cinemablend.com. Hey, Jane Seymour incapacitated Roger Moore once. In another CinemaBlend.com article, Jane Seymour discusses that while filming a scene for Live and Let Die, Roger Moore kept her from getting hurt during an accident. It was when she and Roger were being lowered into Kananga's lair from the gravestone. However, her body's reaction ended up with her full body weight striking Roger's um, privates. Roger was out of circulation for two days. The article also discusses some of the other challenges they had shooting Live and Let Die, giving us some insight we probably didn't know. It's great to read some of these backstage happenings discussions. You can read it at cinemablend.com. Speaking of villains' lairs, what would a Bond villain lair go for today? Carla Pacino gives us an interesting look at what it would take to buy a Bond villain lair today, topping out at 33.6 million pounds for the Monsoon Palace from Octopussy, down to Auric Goldfinger's stud farm in Kentucky, which they price at 2.5 million pounds. <laughs> it's a fun read that you can find on countrylife.co.uk. And the article? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to buy the most expensive Bond villain's lairs. Last in our Bond section, a sad note. Sadly, Tanya Roberts, who played Stacey Hutton in A View to a Kill, and was in that 70s show, passed away at the age of 65 in Los Angeles, California, on January 4th, 2021. She was loved in life and apparently was a very nice person who appreciated her fans. You can read about it at nydailynews.com. All right, let's take a look at The 355. The 355 movie starring Jessica Chastain, Diane Kruger, and Lupita Nyong'o, a female-dominated heist thriller movie, has pushed its release date back a whole year, from January 15th, 2021 to January 14th, 2022. The movie follows international spies trying to stop a world-changing event. 
five women form a faction called 355. Hollywood's still on hold. According to an article on MovieWeb.com, most Hollywood productions will remain on hiatus until at least mid-January as we all deal with the COVID pandemic. You can read the article at MovieWeb.com. AMC theaters are trying to raise $125 million to fight off bankruptcy. In another sign of the struggles of the movie industry, AMC, which is the largest movie theater company, is seeking to sell up to 50 million shares of stock to avoid bankruptcy. They say that if they fail to raise the funds, bankruptcy is likely. This really shows the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic, especially on the restaurant and entertainment businesses. We're hoping that with vaccines starting around the world, that they will be able to sell tickets and not just stock to keep going. Read the article at MovieWeb.com. The Mole Agent is Chile's official selection as Best International Film for the Academy Awards. Okay, so we thought we'd end with this one. This documentary is more about an undercover detective than what we would consider a spy movie, but we love the name and the premise. The Spanish-language movie with English subtitles, is about an agent recruited to detect the reality of what is happening in a nursing home. As the movie's director says, he was the worst spy in the world. The Mole Agent is a documentary of an undercover operation, but it has spy written all over it in a touching way. No, no huge explosions or weapons, just sleuthing. Read about it at Deadline.com. That wraps up our Spy Movie News for January 12, 2021. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Spy Navigator, and Instagram, too. Subscribe right now to our Cracking the Code of Spy Movies show on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it.